Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the next episode of the Santa Express. So last week we talked about the things that go bump in the night, them spooky, spooky things. And this week we are going to talk about how to deal with heartbreaks. With me, Mikhail Skanda, also known as your mom's future son-in-law, along with my co-host, Mister Nasif. He just had to do it. He just had to do I it. Ha- I had to. I had to. That's how people know me by your future, your mom's future son-in-law. No, 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 people are gonna hit you for that, but we move, we move. It's okay. We move. I, I, I mean, I mean, I mean. You know, you know what I'm saying. Like, if if y'all are down, um, I'm kidding now. My goodness gracious me. <laughs> so, so yeah. Anyway, let's get right into it. So yes, this week's episode is gonna be about how me, like personally, me and Nasif have dealt with heartbreak. We're not exactly mm-hmm. gonna be like telling you how to deal with heartbreak, but we're just gonna give our experiences with heartbreak and how we personally went through them like because if we told you how to do things we might as well be therapists and i think if me and nasi became therapists the whole world's gonna be fucked ah precisely my friend precisely okay so now let's dive right into it okay so what was your like first experience in heartbreak well what did you feel not not how it worked just like how did you feel when you first like got into heartbreak you get what i mean Oh shit! Yeah, I remember my first like heartbreak, like a real heartbreak. It was in, uh, form three. I mean, it was kind of like nothing too serious, but it was like kind of my first like person I really liked, and honestly, mm-hmm. I didn't really handle it well. Honestly, like eventually, I did mm-hmm. handle things well in my future relationships, but yeah, I just felt like overwhelming sadness, like, like my heart just sank because. She dumped me through text because I was playing Fallout 4 and then all of a sudden I got a Hey mate, can we talk? Ah, I got hit with that line, you know? I got hit with that line then I got hit with a long-ass paragraph and then I was, when I saw the paragraph I didn't even bother reading it I was just like, you know what? I'm going to play games first. Oh, poor boy. Poor Distract yourself, boy. guys. Distraction's the number one thing you can do <laughs> when you go through a heart. Poor little boy. My man legit got a text, can we talk by the girlfriend while playing Fallout 4. It was a bomb ass game anyway, so who gives a fuck? That's one way to end a relationship. (laughs) 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 Okay. So, for me. Hmm. How did my first heartbreak feel? My actual, like, genuine heartbreak, I swear it felt like, because it was actually, like, uh, it was actually like, my actual first love, like my actual mm-hmm. actual first love, like how I really fucking like this girl, not like like love this fucking girl. Mm-hmm. And then like obviously I had mistakes. I I did my mistakes too. It's not like she's the only one who did mistakes around this thing around this like whole relationship. Yeah, I also did mistakes. Everybody everybody does mistakes, makes mistakes. Yeah, yeah. So um, when I first got the text. It wasn't really by text, assuming that uh, I already knew something like this was going to happen, like initially, because the relationship at that point was just kind of stale. Uh, after like seven months, mm-hmm. it wasn't oh. stale. It was, it was just like because we had an argument, and then after the argument, there was like big consequences. I hope I said the word right. I always gaga when I say that word. I don't know. Why. Consequences. You got it. You got it. Yeah. Don't worry. There were big consequences when I, uh, uh, after the heartbreak. So I was expecting something like this to happen. But a part of me said, nah, we'll not break up. 
Wait, what? We're not gonna break up. Uh, impossible. We not, we, not, we, not, we not break up. Your inner rempit came out. Wait, what the fuck? No, 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 not, not inner rempit, bro. My inner fucking... Melayu. Inner Melayu. <laughs> fuck me. Fuck. What the hell? Okay. Whatever, moving on. So, like, when I first got, like, a hint from her friend that she was like, uh, Nasir, she kind of doesn't want to talk to you for a bit. I was like, Okay, sure. I'm okay with that. Because I was confident as fuck that she would just text me 10 seconds later. Or like 10 hours later after like the argument. Turns out, uh, she didn't text me. And uh, uh, <laughs> a day later, it was official that we broke up. Because oh, uh, we broke up with ex. Um, it was kind of like, honestly, when we broke up, it was kind of like a good thing. Because our relationship at that point was just so, like, not fucked up, but it was just, like, in a very bad situation. So, I think if we went on, the relationship would just be toxic. And you know what they say, if if you really love the thing, the more, yeah, you know what they say. Yeah, you love really it, you love someone, let it go, and if it comes back to you, it's meant to be. It's meant to be, yeah, that, that, they look shit. But yeah, um, yeah, that's really about it. But like, oh, it hurt me, bro. It, it, oh, it was the worst thing in my life to ever feel. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it happened literally when I was going to my kampong. You I know see. why? Because it was Hari Raya Haji. So we, we were meant to have a good time. But then I ended up just being one anti-social, like, little child. Ooh, for him. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, faham though. Because like, this is my, and the relationship, I think that next relationship I had after the one in Form 3, eh, Form 3 ka? No, 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 sorry. The first one I had, like my first heartbreak was in Form 2. Form 3, I had like yeah. another bad heartbreak where, I mean, things ended kind of okay. I guess I just didn't really like take it that well. Because it wasn't through text. It was like face-to-face. She was like, hey, can we meet at the staircase? And I was like, yeah, what's up? Then she was like, I think it's best for you and for me as well to break up. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. And I just went back to class. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, yeah, I wasn't going to beg or anything because like, I low-key knew it was coming because she was the type of person that like would put a lot on her plate. And I got too clingy and that was honestly my fault. So yeah, she couldn't really handle it. And I uh-huh. totally understand. And I guess, yeah, though, um, the part where you said uh-huh. where you were antisocial, yeah, that was me for like the next couple of days at home. I was just lying down on the floor in my living room, like blasting some Malaya songs. I mean, that's yeah, like that's also a way the how you get through. Copyright, copyright, copyright. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's one of the ways that I handled it. Just listen to sad songs, which did not help, but it helped me just I don't know, just be in my fears, just let it pass. Which is yeah, honestly yeah, important definitely. when going through heartbeat. You just gotta let yourself feel sad. Let it out. You just gotta let it out, honestly, because if you hold it in, like, uh, for me, I think a couple of my friends know that, like, I can, like, sometimes even burst out in flames and do stupid stuff. So sometimes I just actually, just, like, if I wanna cry, I'm just gonna fucking cry. Yeah. Because if I don't, then if I go into, like, this outburst, it's gonna, like, 
really, really affect the people around me. Oh, 100%. Because uh, like, when I was going through my heartbreak as well, like, uh, I was really mopey to the point where it was really bad, where it also affected my studies. Okay, this is like the, I would say the relationship that hit me the hardest when we when things were actually over, over. Because it lasted, I would say, three years. But then it ended very badly. I would say till today, I don't really have closure. I just accepted the fact that no answer was an answer. Because things were very complicated. Yeah, exactly. No answer is an answer, ladies and gentlemen. That's something for you to think about. Uh, Yeah, things ended really badly. I didn't get an answer on why we broke up. Okay, uh, I was in my first year of college. She was in her uh, senior year of high school, one year apart. Shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, we we kept breaking up and getting back together throughout their whole year because uh, honestly, I think it was because she couldn't really see me like face to face compared to like when we were both in school. That's also one thing about dating in high school, ladies and gentlemen, when one person is like an older uh, person, when they go out, you don't exactly get to see them every day. That's when like, one challenge that comes into a relationship because you can see each other mm-hmm. every day it'll be like that's when things get tested lah. so yeah mm-hmm. uh, back to how it affected me yeah um, yeah I was doing accounting uh, CAT which is basically like the professional papers and it's honestly very very tough you have to give in like 100% all the time you cannot relax honestly especially if you're not like one of those like genius type motherfuckers like if you if you're like me who's just like I'm smart I just don't have motivation or like the will to do things sometimes, yeah it's gonna be hard and then going through like a really bad heartbreak really fucked it up and that's why I had to transfer out to foundation and then I just did yeah Oof, not bad huh yeah it was it was that bad and honestly well to be honest I lost interest in accounting also so it's like you know what, I'm gonna do something that I want that I like that I love and that's why now I'm doing my degree in communications and film I mean. Right. It's it's there a journey in life, you know. Like heartbreaks help you grow as a person, and heartbreaks help you mm-hmm. figure out what you want in a person. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Right. So that's your part of the story, right? Yeah. That that's my, my history of, of my heartbreaks. Yeah, basically. My history of heartbreaks, like you said. Uh, remember when you said something about like you were with this girl and then you kiss kept on like breaking up with her and then got them getting back together. It kind of happened to me as well and when I was I think in form to uh, year 8, right? But for me, I think that that was the time where I first found out about puppy love. So it was kind of like a popular uh, thing. Faham, faham. But then the thing is, right, even when like me looking back right now, I'm like, oh, that's just puppy love. Like, that's like basic dating 101 shit when you're in high school. It's popular. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Someone's dating. It's so cool. That was l- practically like the mentality I had last time. Yeah. And honestly, the mentality yeah. of people um, who date in high school is just like you're dating uh, just for the fact that you're dating sometimes. It's like, yo, I'm dating high school, dude. Like, for status, look at me, bro. For status. Yeah, for status. That, hey, I'm taking someone. Yeah. Like, I'm dating someone. And then it's like when one yeah, person but then leaves, obviously we're not when it gets you're not saying yeah, don't not... date or anything. It's like, go ahead, date. Yeah. But like, I don't know, wait till after high school date, honestly. Because dating during high school really takes up a lot of time and effort and really 
affects your mental health, honestly, in a way. Yep. Because uh, we're not saying that, oh, just don't date in high school. Oh, it's bad. It's not bad. It's yeah, just honestly, go ahead. If I was go ahead. Parent, if, if I was a parent, I'd let my kids uh, date in high school. Why? Just for like, how, how do I say this? Like, to not be so like, not antisocial, but so like closed. You get me? Because like, if you start dating in high school, right? Obviously, don't like, don't go do stupid shit. Okay, just don't go like, just don't go fucking around in the classroom or whatever, or like, just go to the like partner's house and start doing shit. Don't do that. Like, I would kill my kid if he or she did that. I mean, like, if you're going to date in high school, right? At least the least you can like learn from it is something like, fuck, do I say this shit, man? He's lost for words. I, I'm he's lost, lost for words. Fuck. No, but I know what I want to say. You, you, you know how when you know what you want to say, but you don't know how to let it yeah. out. Yeah, right. uh, I think I know what you're trying to say. When you're dating high school, just keep it casual. Don't do anything stupid. And yeah, just keep it. Uh, due to the back of letter, a better word, just keep it clean. And yeah, exactly yeah. like what we said just now, we're not saying don't date to everybody that's listening. 100%. If you think you're ready to date in high school, go ahead. You do you. But like, just jaga-jaga and don't date just for the fun of it. If you're dating to like, find out what mm-hmm. you want in a person or like, yeah, what you want in a person or stuff like that, then go ahead. Like, if you think you're intellectually mature enough, like, yeah, mentally mature enough to handle a relationship at that young of an age, go for it. Dude, if you think you're ready, go. Like me, honestly, I don't think I was mature enough for relationships back in high school. I was a child, still am, not gonna lie, but I guess I'm just a bit more mature and I know like my worth, I know what I want. And going back to the top to relating it back to today's topic, it all came from all of those heartbreaks. And through all of those heartbreaks, I know what I want in a person and who I am as a person when I'm dating. Like, I know how I am now, of yep. course. Uh, as much as my relationships, my relationship, the most recent one, the three-year one, was toxic. Uh, I can't put all the blame on her. I believe I was toxic in my own right. And if she is listening somehow, I do apologize. So yeah, think me. I, I don't know because like, yeah, we don't talk at all. But yeah, if she does, I apologize if I ever was. And yeah, all these relationships, all these heartbreaks have just helped me grow as a person. I feel like Relating back to the topic, right? The topic is about how to get over a heartbreak. Yeah. I'm gonna state I'm not gonna like state facts. I'm just gonna state what I think, like my opinion, or maybe like some ways of how you could get over a heartbreak. Number one. You can get a therapist. Very easy. What right? straight into it. Number one, come break up through therapist. Full Yeah. Listen up, bro. Number two. You get your best friend, go to the mama, cry to him or her, tell her the fucking story, tell him the fucking story. And yeah, just borak, borak, borak. Later on, confirm when your food comes, you guys are probably going to have fun. So yeah, that's one way to forget about I have a funny, like, funny story about one of the breakups in that three-year relationship. I'm, I'll tell the listeners when it's my turn to talk. But yeah, go ahead. Why did you cut me off again, huh? I didn't cut you off. You weren't talking, so yeah. Alright, fair enough. Okay, so for third, 
I don't know. But thirdly, you can, like, if I'm being brutally honest, uh, one of the ways you can actually get over a breakup is you... I'm not saying move on, because that's such a bitch thing to do. You just, oh, just move on, man. Fuck off. You know how hard it is? I mean, moving move on, on is the end goal. But yeah. How, like, it's, learning how to move on, it's that's the, the mission. challenge. Yes, it's the mission. mission. Yeah. And you can't just, like, be successful in a mission, because obviously, there's a lot of things to go through, right? Like, going through a heartbreak is just a very shit emotion to feel in the first place. And then the challenges you're going to feel from it, it, the challenges that you're going to face is just shit. Because it might be like, okay, you're going through a heartbreak, right? So maybe like me as a person, when I go through a heartbreak, I tend to just close myself up into this little bubble and not let anybody in. So I don't open up to everyone. Oh my god, I don't open up to anyone. Bitch, fuck up. Open up safe, bitch, got a lot to say. (laughs) Oh goodness. I don't open up to anyone at all. And I just, like, keep myself closed up in this bubble, right? Mm-hmm. So, that's one thing. You have to, like, don't open up to people, like, terus after the outbreak, lah. Yeah, because honestly, up. you'll be a bit emotional. Yeah, definitely. Give yourself some time. Work it out. Proce- process your feelings. You know, I'll, I'll keep, yeah. like, what I want to say, though, yeah. That's kind of related to what I want to say, but yeah. Process some of your feelings. Like, don't straight away call someone. I mean, if you read, if you're like you're at the point of breaking down, of course, go talk to someone. Call a friend. Talk to your please cat or something. And please do. <laughs> you know, you do know that talking to cats actually work, right? They are the cutest thing in the world. I don't know, man. Mine's dead. Okay, I moving on. I guess so, that's. Uh, no, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Oh, for fuck's sake, man! What you have to? Oh my goodness. Okay, moving on. Depression in my veins. <laughs> my goodness. Okay, moving on. Um, work on yourself. Like, really, really do work on yourself during the heartbreak. Because once you're in a heartbreak, you're probably going to start being more alone. Probably in your room, crying. You get me, yeah. And you will feel like you're alone. Like, you yeah. have nobody left in your life. Definitely. So, that's when you start, like, I don't know, just working on yourself, you get what I mean? You just have to work on yourself. It's one way of really getting over the relationship or getting over your ex. Because it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be an easy process. You can't just, like, think, oh, I'm just going to go out, have some fun, and then I'll forget about it. That's, like, temporary happiness where you just forget about your problems for a bit and then remember them as soon as you get back home. That's the shittiest feeling you ever want to feel in your life. So, when you start feeling the emotion of heartbreak, right? You don't just plan to go out. I mean, you could. If you want to, go ahead. But I feel like what I did when I was going through heartbreak, I legit, like like I said, closed myself up into this bubble where I don't let anyone in. So, I just stayed at home and then I started to just like, uh... Think about it. Like, think about everything that had that I've been through in the relationship, and then I also uh, talk to myself a lot. As in, like, oh my god, my PS4 is going to blow the fuck up, bro. <laughs> I feel like it's literally going to blow up. I'm not joking. Um, and then I just talk to myself about like what went wrong in the relationship. Maybe I can improve in myself, like my personal traits. You get me, Shay. Yeah. I'm gonna be Shakespeare by the end of the night. And then, other than that, 
you just maybe find out more things about yourself that you didn't know that you could discover through the heartbreak because you can use heartbreak as like a motivation because you know how people when they go to the gym oh they're fucking big as fuck main thing is because they went to a fucking heartbreak that's what happened to me but i just never got big <laughs> i just never went you're to the built gym. like a fucking soggy french fry bro which please i can run faster than a cheetah i'm just kidding <laughs> a cheetah damn bro damn yeah bro. Damn. Damn. a cheetah man a cheetah definitely faster than you <laughs> <laughs> fuck you <laughs> all right so i like all right i'll i guess i'll go like my yeah, advice yeah. to getting over heartbreak <clears throat> first would be allow yourself to feel sad allow yourself to process the emotions that you're going through do not bottle them up because we all know that once you bottle up that sadness is just gonna pile up pile up pile up to the point where you're just gonna explode so yeah process the fact that you guys broke up you're gonna you're gonna feel sad for a while but i'm gonna quote this one person i saw some people they come for a season and some people are like roots they're gonna stay forever and it's up, it's up to you whether you learn from those seasons or let's say roots yeah so it's up to you whether you learn or you let it further harm you because feeling sad will harm you in a way if you let it take over you take over every decision that you make so processing how you feel making sure you let the feelings go through you is important and then once once you understand how you're feeling how your thoughts are secondly is just you could try just distracting yourself go go out with your friends like your close friends the one who you trust the most and you're having fun with them slowly growing as a person self like self-growth i would say it's the second and third i say third just self-growth second would be distract distracting yourself by going out wherever and third would just be doing whatever you can to grow as a person and fourth could be maybe after a while if you feel like you need the closure try asking them because i mean i never got the closure i actually needed at the time till god knows like what tooth two years later, a year later, because I just, like I said, I just accepted the fact that it was over and no answer was an answer. So, yeah. Dang. Just... <laughs> yeah, My man, spirit tonight. <laughs> yeah, allowing yourself to feel, distracting yourself, and yeah, well, so, yeah self-growth, especially after a really long, long-term relationship. Like, you, you're going to feel like a part of you was just ripped out of yourself and you need you will need time to find yourself again and it it's up to you i mean each person is different depending like uh like how long it will take so for me it took it's still ongoing i would say i'm still growing every day i'm still trying to find myself worth my point of living <laughs> um in life my yeah my lama he dope and shit like that but yeah, take it. Hidup, yeah. Uh, take it step by step, day by day. Especially if that person meant the world to you, of course, the person probably did. So yeah, that's how I personally moved on and dealt with my heartbreak. Damn, we both 
kind of became Shakespeare night. We both been fucking became like fucking philosophical. Philosophical. Ah, okay. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I'll take it back. I'll take it back. Which was stupid again. Get back. So, I guess we can end it there, right? Like, let's be honest. Here. We've been talking for a long time. That's one. Secondly, yeah. this topic. Uh, oh. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Thank you, man. Thank you, my G. This topic, we can't really just cover it all up in just one episode because, first of all, it's just, like, our opinion, you know? And Mm -hmm. secondly, it's just, like, kind of, like, we, us telling how you could possibly get over heartbreak. This is not, like... This is basically, like... Yeah, it's not a story. It's, like, us telling our story... And if you think it's relatable, if you think like what you heard today can be used in your own personal life, then I'm glad we could help. Yep. Because we're I'm a twenty year old. I've been through shit as as I might seem young, but I have been through quite some battles, I guess. Chewa. And Nasif also yeah. has been through his battles as well. So Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. if you think we're young, okay, of course we are, but we have been through challenges in life. And if any of y'all think that you want to talk, like, if you, if you want to talk to anyone, our ears are open, our IGs are, well, just find us. You can find us anyway. Oh, you can definitely find me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck off, mate. So, yeah, anyone going through a heartbreak, I understand you. I know what you're going through especially to, especially if it's a long-term relationship but you will get there as mm. Loki said the sun will shine on you again so Loki? don't worry <gasps> he's alive? wait which Loki are you talking about? Lo- the Mar- Loki, Loki Marvel oh Loki Marvel eh but he's alive? wow Spoil, you, you legit spoiled the mood but yeah like I said the sun will shine on you again so eh, don't eh, worry so eh. much it might seem bleak right now eh, to whoever's eh. going through a heartbreak but yeah there's always <laughs> going to be that silver lining there's always going to be that light at the end of the tunnel Don't. it won't always be dark silver lining la, light at the end of the tunnel <laughs> day who wants you to become Shakespeare where's the make I know huh <laughs> Uh okay, let's just disregard that fact and yeah, there always there's always there's always gonna be that slimmer uh, of hope. There's always yeah. gonna be hope. This is the book I know. <laughs> because hope is what makes a human to err is to hu- is to be human. To make mistakes is to be human. So don't beat yourself up too much about it. And yeah, this has been me, Mikhail Iskandar, also known as Mikinamula. Signing off. I'll leave it to you, Nasif. Man, don't give me hope. Talking about hope and that, don't give me hope. <laughs> Alright. That's the episode for tonight. Yes, okay, sir. Tonight. And goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Stay tuned for next week. Let's get it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs>